0: Hello and welcome to the Music Teacher Coffee Talk Podcast. I'm Tanya
1: and I'm Carrie. We are both elementary music teachers who love to talk shop, preferably over a steaming cup of coffee. This is episode number 22. Today we're talking about songs, games, and activities for the first days of school.
0: We'll also share highs and lows from our summer holidays, a work smarter, not harder teacher tip,
1: And in our CODA section, we'll give some specific recommendations for our favorite things in and out of the music room.
0: So grab your beverage of choice and let's get started!
1: Today, we just want to remind everybody about our August Review-a-thon giveaway we're doing.
0: Yes, it's the Happy Beginning of the School Year Music Teacher Coffee Talk giveaway. If you go on iTunes and leave us a review before August or 27th or by August 27th, um, then you will have a chance to win a $15 Starbucks gift card and a Teacher Pay Teacher product from my TPT store. So what you have to do is leave that review, take a screenshot of it, and then go to our Facebook page and send us a message showing us that you left that review. Because it's kind of hard to track down people from um, iTunes reviews.
1: Yeah. And uh, we will draw two winners live on Facebook on August 27th, which also happens to be my birthday. Yay. So we would appreciate if you would hop on over to iTunes and leave us a review so you can be part of this Giveaway. giveaway.
0: Yes, thank you.
1: for our high notes and low notes. Here we are. Here we are. Getting right back into the school year. I'm so excited. Okay.
0: No, really, I am.
1: <laughs> I'm almost excited. Uh-huh. Like, so there. tomorrow
0: is officially our first day back. Yeah. Yeah. But, but not me. But kind of me. But not really. Well, right. So yeah. tell me about that, Tanya. <laughs> well, I'm going to bring a bunch of stuff to school. Okay. I'm going to bring a bunch of stuff to my music room and like leave it there and then leave.
1: Is this your high note? No. Oh, this is a side note.
0: <laughs> uh, side note. High notes, low notes, and side notes. Okay. Um, anyway, I'm bringing my children to just make sure that I don't stay. Okay. We have to be out of the building by noon.
1: Oh, because they're doing
0: Because they're doing work, the right? stuff. Yeah. Yes. Like carpet, carpet squares, and I don't know, stuff. And we've been told you can come in for a little time in the morning, but you've got to be out by noon. Okay. So to make sure this happens, I'm bringing my children. Oh, yeah because they're like alarms yeah. or timers.
1: We've been here too long, Mom.
0: Yeah. So I'm hungry. It's right. time to go. When the Amelia alarm starts going off, <laughs> I gotta wrap it up. So Love I it. figure, you know, many hands make light work. I don't mean mini like M I N E, but like
1: many, man-y
0: hands. <laughs> so I'm going to get them to help carry stuff in. We're going to put it in the room. I might l- I have some stuff that's still on the walls. I m- probably will leave much of it up. Um, I'm gonna look around. I'm not gonna freak out. I'm gonna take a little inventory, maybe jot down a few notes, and then I'm gonna get out. All right. Yeah.
1: Sounds like a plan.
0: And then I'm gonna go see Jack White tomorrow night. Oh,
1: Yay. is that your high note? Okay, that could be my
0: high <laughs> note. I was gonna do a different high note, but that could, it hasn't happened yet. You
1: can have two high notes. It's yeah, okay.
0: It should be an awesome high note.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm jealous.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's the plan tomorrow, and uh, you're gonna be at school all day.
1: Well, technically, no, I'm not at school. I'm at a training this week. Oh, yes, week. that's right. So, with a team from my school, we're doing a problem based learning training. And it's on site, or excuse me, off site, the opposite of what I was just saying, off site at this beautiful facility called MindSpark in Denver. Oh, They're the I've ones heard of that who place. are doing the training. And this facility is beautiful. I mean, just light and bright and fun clean furniture and they give you coffee and candy and Ooh. we got lunch yesterday and wow. it's just a really beautiful facility. So um, I'm enjoying the training um, just two days in now but um, really overwhelmed in like kind of that good new information way. So it's kind of like a high note with a low note. I'm excited about the training. I'm excited about trying to implement some of these ideas in my classroom. Um, but it is overwhelming of how to fit that in with all the other stuff, just like everything else we always talk about. But, um, hopefully by the end of the week, I'll have a good solid idea to actually try. So that's your high note. That's my high note, but attached to that is the low net that, that because I'm doing this training, which is fine and I volunteered to do it, but because I'm doing that, I'm missing time in my room Yeah. because we would have had some extra time this week that I'll be at this training. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of freaking out about my room because I haven't even gone in yet, which is really weird for me. So it'll get done. It always does. But it might require me to go in a little bit past work hours, which is fine, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. especially at the beginning of the year. That's normal. Okay. But yeah, yeah. So it's my high and low note. Yeah. Together.
0: My official high note, I guess, um, would be I did some mentor training. So I'm one of the music mentors in our district. Yay. And so we did a full day training at this lovely site, and uh, we brought food. We weren't fed, but anyway, it's (laughs) just great to see these other mentors, and it's always um, so much information you get about, like, how to inspire teachers and facilitate these um, communities of practice that we have throughout the year, and, I mean, it's just chock full of stuff that's just great for your own life, you know? Yeah. So, fascinating stuff. It was a good time.
1: That's great that you do that. Yeah. The district provides that. We are very lucky that we have that. New teachers to the district. Totally.
0: And now it's time for our main theme. And today's main theme is songs, games, and activities for the first days of school.
1: Woohoo! Woohoo! We're going to. Dig right in. Yeah. There will be singing. There will be singing yeah. and some practical ideas, and we'll make sure everything is linked in the show notes, so you'll oh, have... Oh, gosh, yeah. It'll yeah. be a lot of show notes it'll to do, but it'll lengthy. be worth it.
0: Yes. And um, I will do my best to get everything in there. There might be a couple of songs that I don't... Well, you can whip them up for me, I'm sure, right? We'll
1: work it out. We'll, yeah, figure, we'll figure it
0: out. out. We'll, we'll guide you somewhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I think we're just going to go grade by grade and just talk about our general plan of what we're planning on doing and sprinkle in some tips along the way.
0: For sure. So what are the things that you think are a must do on the very first class with the very first time you see a class?
1: For any grade, just for in general? For any grade, just in general. Um, singing. Y-
0: singing, yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, just establishing that right away. I mean, this is my third year at my school now, so for the most part, most of the kids get the drill. But you know, there's always kids who are new to school, and they might not be coming from a music classroom where singing was a predominant thing. So just introducing the fact that we sing, and we sing a lot, and it's just something that we do, and it's part of the fun, and usually they kind of get sucked into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another big thing for me is making sure we connect hands. And I'm very, oh, yeah. very intentional about about those words that we do this through games or dances. And, you know, in other words, it's holding hands. But I really do not say those words. Mm-hmm. Even starting kindergarten all the way through six, I really stick with connect hands. Yes. And that has really worked well.
0: I love that, connect um, hands.
1: But again, if we establish that the first day that this is what we do, and, you know, even if there is a kid who's reluctant, especially if they are new to the school, they don't know me, they're not feeling comfortable yet, I just say that's okay if you want to sit and watch today. And nine times out of ten, perhaps even more, they'll join in on the first day and definitely by the second day. I rarely have a kid who's really that, um, you know, stubborn about it. Right on. It's usually that they're just not comfortable with the community yet.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And singing and music and just, you know, being in that atmosphere which is so different from a classroom, is very, can be very intimidating. Oh, it's yeah. It's just different.
1: Yeah, you have to establish that positive classroom culture. Yep. And, you know, if you've been at your school for a while, that's easy. But if, if you're newer to the school, you might have to do a little bit more front-loading. Yes. So, so how what about a, you, Tanya? What else?
0: Well, yes, that we will sing. Yeah. Um, that we will do something that is usually a, uh, a big hit, a gem, yes. if you will. Yes. Something that, like, In my experience, kids always really like to get them excited about making music again. Um, I try to connect hands every class period. Well, once upon a time, Julie Swank came out and presented, and there were three things that she said she wanted to happen every class period. And I wrote these down, and I had it on my wall forever. And it was every class period, we will connect hands Someone will do something solo, mm-hmm. and we will sing. Yeah. And I think those are all awesome things. Yes. And I sometimes come up short because, you know, sometimes you do. Yeah. Um, especially with the connect hands. I was looking over my lesson plans for the first day of school, and some of these are not, well, yeah, uh, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I have, to do, I have to think about, think this through a little bit. But um, I also do touch on rules. I don't like to beat it into the ground, yeah. but it's under. It, they need to understand the expectations and the responsibilities. Yeah, um, that happen because hey, this is the first day. We want to start off on a good foot and be respectful, and we want things to go well. And the rules are there in place, or the expectations are there in place, so that we can be successful and so we can have fun and make music and be musical. And all those things. So I do have some time dedicated, probably, eh, I'd say, a good 20 minutes to talking about rules. But over the years, I've really tried to be more um, inclusive with the students doing much of the contribution for talking about rules. And Mm -hmm. I've got a different way that I'm going to approach it with fifth graders and fourth graders this year that I'm really excited about.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um, I actually don't touch on rules my first class period. Okay. That was kind of something I experimented with um, a few years ago, and I've, I've stuck with it, that unless something comes up that needs to be addressed, like a safety concern or a student who's really acting out in the first day, but I generally don't get that a lot, and maybe that's just because they're still a little bit deer in headlights about being back in school. It's that honeymoon period that I take advantage of it, mm-hmm. and I spend the whole class period just doing joyful music making. Oh, the wow, exception cool. to that would be kindergarten because there's a little bit of teach twos of just where to come, where to sit, how to procedures. make a circle, but yeah. it's more procedures than rules. And then I usually save my big rules talk, and it's still not that big of a talk, but I, I save that for class period number two. Wow. And then okay. I do a lot of, yeah, like you said, student buy in because we're a PBIS school, which I know many schools out there are. So we have our, you know, five things, our five focus areas, and so I let the students help brainstorm what does this look like in the music room, and mm-hmm. I write it all down, and even though they all kind of come up with the same ideas, I then take their ideas and I create like new anchor charts every year, so they look different, so even though they all basically say the same thing, mm-hmm. they look different each year, so the students hopefully think, and they, they truly do hopefully realize that they do have a little bit of ownership in that, that it's not just completely me making up the rules. But it's them as well. Yeah. But I do that in the second day. Okay. Cool. And I think maybe, I'm just saying this out loud now, we haven't talked about this off mic, but maybe that can be our next episode is to really talk a lot about classroom management. Yeah. Well. For beginning of the year.
0: For the beginning, of I mean,
1: the year. other than what we're going to mention, today. we we have
0: we've have had an episode all yeah. on about classroom management when we were coming back from winter break. That's true. So you could always go
1: back and listen to that. I but think I think, think a people, beginning of the yeah. year one would be good.
0: It seems like a topic that people always want to know more about. Sure, mm-hmm.
1: and I mean, there might be other things that you and I have to say. Oh so. yeah. So that way we can maybe stick with more of the songs and games and activities for this episode. Totally, yeah. And go back to classroom management later. We can. Okay. Cool. Okay. So kindergarten.
0: I get to see the kindergartners this year.
1: I know. I'm so excited. I'm excited for you.
0: So, um, yeah, and I'm kind of ready for that rude awakening that like, oh yeah,
1: kindergartners, (laughs) they've never been in school. They're like for the most I mean hurting kittens. You've got to have you seen there's like a cute little video on Facebook about hurting kittens. kittens. It says in P E but it definitely Yeah can apply to.
0: So we're gonna do that.
1: Do you have them for a full forty five minute class?
0: You know what? I'm not sure yet oh. because the schedule's a little... Um, Still figuring it out. Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that's going to be the plan.
1: Nice. Yeah. I see them for 20 minutes, which is like perfect.
0: Bam, 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 bam. It is. Yeah.
1: I mean, there are some days, especially as, as we get into the year, where I wish I saw them a little longer because it feels like I'm not able to get much done, but at the beginning of the year, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> So what is your kindergarten plan? Okay. Real quick.
0: Well, real quick. So I'm going to have the kindergartners come in the room. We're going to start in a circle, although I will have um, seat, seats for them. Um, my seating chart is essentially, I have a floor staff. So I have the five lines on the floor. I've got carpet on my floor, and I've got um, black Velcro tape, that, mm-hmm. just the hook side. So it's not really tape. It's not sticky. Yeah. And it's on the floor, and it makes up a floor staff, and I've got bar lines on either side. And so I really value my open space. I don't have risers in my room that are set up. Uh, it just it takes up too much room. And yeah. personally, when I sit on risers at any kind of in-service, I can't focus. Yeah. So it's not something that I want to bring into the music room. I'm. I'm. I wouldn't be able to blame any kid for not being present. Right. So I have um, like two formations generally in class, and one is we're in a circle, and another one is we're on our lines on the floor staff. Mm-hmm. And then I use the spaces when we do performances, like we get into a concert order. We call it in the spaces yeah. instead of on the lines, because we've got four spaces and four risers, or you know, three risers and a floor. Anyway, um, I don't. I'm not going to give the kindergartners their spots on the first day. Yeah. We're going to stay in a circle and then in scattered formation. Um, the first thing I like to do with them is free movement around the room to a little song called Jim Along Josie. Uh-huh. And uh, you can find that um, Pete Seeger has a recording of it. Uh, it's also in one of the Jill Trinka books. Uh-huh. but um, And it's like a just a movement around the room. And it goes, Hey, Jim Along, Jim Along Josie. Hey, Jim Along, Jim Along Joe." And I tell them, every time you hear that, you have to freeze. Yeah. Freeze exactly where you are. You must always stop on two feet, though. Yep. Because if I was walking down the street and I saw you and I wanted to say hi, I wouldn't stop on one foot. I would stop on two feet, right? Yeah. Even if I was told to freeze, I would stop on two feet.
1: Right.
0: And you have to say that because... Oh, yeah. There's a lot of, you know, hey, I'm frozen and I'm on one foot and I'm falling over. Oh, yeah. You know, all of that stuff. They
1: like to test the waters. I know. So...
0: (laughs) So we uh, every time we hear the "Hey Jim along, Jim along, Josie" verse, we have to freeze. But the other verses go "Walk Jim along, Jim along, Josie; Walk Jim along, Jim along, Joe; Or crawl Jim along, Jim along, Josie." And I usually, well, I do always start that by I sing it and I play my guitar. Uh And I mean, I'm not a guitar master by any means, but you know, I got like three chords that I can just strum, strum, strum. So I do it the first time, and it's always great for the kids to be able to move around the room and not in a circle and not in a line yeah. and get that feeling of their personal space and just explore the space. Um, so usually... to go
1: back – oh, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting. No, no, please. To go back to you were talking about earlier, setting up the roles and the expectations, mm-hmm. since that's your very first activity you plan on doing, mm-hmm. do you – just plan on addressing issues as they come up during that song, um, or do you think you're going to need to talk to them? Oh no, out I front-loaded the hallway. It. Oh, okay.
0: So they come in, we sit in a circle. I introduce myself.
1: Got it. You're going to do the rules thing while they're sitting before they start. The game.
0: No, we're not going to do rules first off.
1: I oh, mean, we're going to do procedures rules. of moving around. We're
0: just going to yeah. So got it. It, it might be- go something like this: Boys and girls, I've got this song. It's called "Jim Along Josie." And every time you hear, hey, Jim, Belong, yeah. Josie, you're going to freeze. Let's stand up and try that. Yeah. Freeze, right? Um, now, here's the thing. Every time you freeze, we've got a few rules. You can't fall down. Right. You must stop on two feet. Right. When we're moving around, because right now I'm going to ask you to walk, when we're moving around you are going to stay in your own bubble oh and this would be also a time when i'd blow up the bubble Yeah.
1: so fast what i was thinking more like the hands to yourself and not touching so we would take a step
0: backwards like okay let's all blow up our bubbles and here we go we're blowing and they get you know you do this this is a non-verbal thing where you're blowing and you're showing that it's getting bigger and it's getting bigger and then you put it on the floor you go oh it's so big let's climb into our bubbles and everyone steps forward into their bubbles. And then you have a couple kids who are like, pop, pop. Oh, that's one of those things that we have to remember when we're moving around the room. We can't pop our bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. And if you and and if you choose to pop your bubble, that means that you need to sit out just for a little yeah. bit because you're not being safe. And yeah. we value safety. That makes sense. And they've heard a little bit of that even before they come see oh, me. Oh, yeah. yeah. So then we do the whole, like, you know, Jim Long Josie mm-hmm. business. Um yeah, and and then we'll probably sit in our circle and we'll we'll talk some rules. I also like to start with the book "Sing," which mm-hmm. you've mentioned before. Oh yeah, which is I think a great beginning of the year. Yeah, especially for the littles, because mm-hmm. um, it's got those little birds and the one little bird who's having trouble singing. Yeah, and, um, and sometimes the kids recognize the song, uh-huh. but more and more not so much.
1: Yeah, but that's okay. I've noticed that too.
0: Yeah, um, and then there's another one that I like from I'm growing up that I usually start the year or that I have started the year with, with first grade. And it's that come along, everybody stop your talking. all yeah. will join hands and let's go walking. Come along, everybody clap your hands. Right. And then you add on. Yeah. I have to write the order on the whiteboard for me to see. I yes. am the worst with these like cumulative songs. Yeah, So, you know, but that's very enjoyable as well. Yeah, yeah. So tell me some of your things for ca- kindergarten. kindergarten.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I do like to do like little thematic lessons, especially because I see them for such a short period that you know it's it's about that little mini experience almost. So speaking of sing and the little birds, I do kind of a little bird themed lesson often nice. with kindergarten. So um, I I have them come in. And sit in a circle. And the way that I have them come in is I use my little lollipop drum. Uh And I just have them march to the beat behind me. And then every time the drum stops, their feet stop. So just a little bit of that oral cue and nonverbal just to get them to start following me. And then I I use that every day, but I will change the tempo. I'll change the dynamic. And they have to do something different, march versus tiptoe or do all sorts of different things. But anyways, that's how I have them follow me. And then we go to my circle. And I use sit spots to make a circle on the floor. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't have them in assigned spots ever because again, 20 minutes, I don't want to spend five minutes of my time having them remember where their spot is. So they just always follow me Pied Piper style. And when I get to a certain place, we all just stop and sit. So they'll end up having different spots each time, which is fine. Um, and so oftentimes I pull out the book um, Little Green, and this is an activity oh, that I learned yay. from Carla Chawinski. Um, And Little Green is a little green hummingbird, and it's a great book for vocal exploration. Nice, and then nice. I found a little green um, hummingbird finger puppet I think through West Music. I'm pretty sure West Music has it. So I use the finger puppet in the book. And in the book, Little Green's making all these different lines. Mm-hmm. And so if you follow the line, you're doing all these vocal or vocal exploration things. Yes. So I do that. And then to go along with it, I made up this little song. It's probably similar to lots of songs that are out there, like the I Hear a Cuckoo song. Mm-hmm. But I sing, um, Little Green, Little Green, where are you? And I sing that two or three times. And then Little Green goes and I hand the puppet to some one student. And I, of course, teach them ahead of time what they're to do. But when we sing Little Green, Little Green, where are you? One child responds with Little Green, here I am. So I'm trying to get them to do some solo singing right off the bat. Mm -hmm. So then, of course, that eventually turns into a guessing game where there's one student sitting in the middle with their eyes closed and they have to figure out who has little green? But that'll be a couple lessons down the road. Yeah. So that's one thing that I plan on doing. And then something else that I try to do, especially in the younger grades, well, in all grades, is if I can, is get an instrument in their hands on the very first day, too, mm-hmm. just to establish those routines and procedures of getting things out and putting them away. So I get out the egg shakers and tie them in with the um, bird themed lesson. Oh, yeah. And so the song that I sing while we shake, um, I think it's. To the tune of old joe clark maybe um this is something that i learned from my cooperating teacher forever ago when i did my student teaching and we do shake 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 your eggs shake your eggs together shake shake, shake, shake your eggs shake your eggs together la 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 And so we just shake on the beat and then Mm -hmm. I'll just, without saying anything, I'll just sing the song at a different tempo. And so oftentimes with kindergarten, I find, especially in a high ELL population, the students aren't singing a lot on the first day because they're Mm -hmm. taking so much in. So it is a lot of me just singing and them cueing along to go with it. Yeah. And then for my connecting hands to finish it up, there's this recording of it really is the chicken dance, Mm -hmm. but they call it the little bird dance in the old share the music curriculum. And I like it because it's got the sounds of little birds tweeting. So then we do the chicken dance and when it gets to the B section, we join hands and we walk in a circle. So I do some front loading about I call it nice hands. I think I learned that. Did I learn that from the Amadons? I can't remember. I learned that somewhere along the way that we call it nice hands or sweet hands mm-hmm. where you don't squeeze, you don't swing, you just join hands gently. Yes and we walk in a circle. Nice. So that's kind of my my go to. I might change it up this year a little bit as I get right. in my room and do some planning. Yeah, but... I started
0: I forgot to mention my vocal exploration because we yeah. use the slide whistle like day one.
1: Oh yeah. Slide whistle's important.
0: Yes. And um one of my goals for well, this year it will be kindergarten as well, but for first grade now and kindergarten is that we do vocal exploration every single class period.
1: Yeah. 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 And as I'm looking at my kindergarten lesson from last year cuz I just pulled it up while I was talking about it. You know, I really did explicitly put in the teach twos for how I'm doing each of these things. Mm-hmm. So the teach two of how to go in the room and then the teach two of how we get out the eggs and how we put them away. Um especially first grade kindergarten, even second grade, I make sure I'm very explicit in making sure that I've covered each of those kind of expectations within the first one, two, three lessons of the year, uh-huh. just to make sure. It's like a checklist. Like, did I teach them how I want them to line up if right. they were to leave? Those oh, yeah. Things. And that's
0: so, you know, I have not done that officially on a checklist, but I thought about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, but that's a great idea is to like have this whole um, making a circle. Yep. Lining up. Yeah. Going to our spas going to instruments, selecting an instrument. Yeah, and maybe you things. don't do
1: it all in day one because that could get a little boring and bogged down. But mm-hmm. if you have a checklist that you work your way through within the first, like I said, maybe three lessons of the year. And then,
0: uh, yeah, as you're going on and along in lesson planning and making sure that you hit those, that would be a really good thing. Cause, yeah, because uh, yeah, I do get caught um, you know, somewhere in September like, Oh yeah, we haven't practiced this one thing. Yeah, and then it's kind of um, a mess. And you know, really, so important to get these procedures. And and you, th- I don't know, I almost every year I have a few minutes of going, well, gosh, don't they know how to fill in the blank? Yes. And no. 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 They don't. And even if they did, and that's okay. They need. They need that reminder. They need the reminder. And that's fine. Yeah. All
1: right, moving on to first grade. Wow. We're going to boy,
0: this is, we're going to go through all, well, we don't have sixth grade. No, you have sixth grade. I
1: still have sixth oh. grade. I don't even know what I want to say about sixth grade yet, but I'll, okay. I'll figure it out when we get there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right on. Ah, so I'm going to be zippy and I'm not mentioning everything that I'm going to do, just a few couple little gems. Mm-hmm. Um, first grade is going to look very similar to kindergarten in that I'm not going to give them their line spots Yeah. Uh, quite yet. I need for the first rotation of classes to go past before I do that mm-hmm. because inevitably we have kids that are added or kids that are switched to oh, another yes.
1: classroom. And totally.
0: Yeah. And my husband is the art teacher, and he's always fantastic that during the first week of school, he takes individual pictures of every kid.
1: Oh, yeah. And then he
0: shares them iDokio yes.
1: he shares them
0: with me and our PE teacher yeah so he does and he's got a great system um, that they're doing their artwork I mean it's not he's just so quick about it you know yeah and it doesn't take him a lot of time and he's just it just very systematic and then he shares it to us and that's when I can put all my seating charts together yeah yeah so that's been just a wonderful thing cool yeah uh, so, first grade, they're going to come in. We're going to um, probably do the Amazon tune that they know. The I mean, the come along, everybody. Yeah. Because they love walking into that. Mm-hmm. And uh, this particular grade from last year. Wait, wait. Nope. These are kids I haven't met yet. Never yeah, mind. I'm are ahead still of myself. New kids. These are still new kids. So, yeah, it's going to look very similar that we're going to walk in like that. But we're going to probably start. Um, with doing some slide whistle echoes and um, we're gonna do some mighty pretty motion stuff that's a mighty pretty motion did i d that's a mighty pretty motion did i d that's a mighty pretty motion did i d rise sugar rise right where we're just moving um and then we'll take it non-locomotor around the room um i usually do a lot of beat work right away mm-hmm. with first grade along with the vocal exploration so we're gonna do johnny works with one hammer oh yes. so we can get crazy with the hammering are you gonna
1: sing that one too
0: you want me to sing that one yeah johnny
1: works with one hammer one, one hammer one, hammer, one hammer. hammer
0: johnny works with one hammer then, then he works, works with two. two johnny works with two you i'm to not gonna go on it <laughs> yeah so you're pounding one fist then you're pounding two fists then you're pounding Two fists plus a foot. Then you've got two fists plus both feet. Then you've got your fifth hammer is your head. Your head bopping in the mm-hmm. air. And, um, and then his
1: work is done.
0: And then he actually would go to sleep. Oh. But, you know, it's also his work is done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Variance.
0: Yeah, variance. And then you <laughs>
1: and then you lay on the floor yeah. and snore.
0: Right? <laughs> yep. Um, so, and then right into that, there's the silliest, I learned a million years ago, uh, chant rhyme that Johnny 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 Whoops Johnny Whoops Johnny Johnny
1: Johnny Johnny. Johnny. Where you're poking on your fingers Where you are T- taching, tapping your tapping fingers tapping each
0: the top of each finger and you're doing your Whoops and your Whoops and your Johnny yeah. Johnny Johnny Yeah um, Yeah So that's a couple Great of things vocal And what I haven't mentioned in kindergarten or first grade is that uh, all last year I was bringing some mindfulness in the music room. Yeah. So we'll do uh, just a little tiny bit of that.
1: Oh, good. So you do introduce that day one.
0: Yeah, but I'm just going to give them on day one some um, really short, what I call reset buttons, Mm -hmm. where we're, you know, drawing a triangle and breathing and inhaling as we go up one side and exhaling as we go down the other side and then waiting and, you know, just, just a couple of things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, tell me about your first grade.
1: Well, I, I kind of cheat, and I do a very similar lesson with first grade as I do with kindergarten. Yeah. Because, again, we have a higher t- high turnover rate in my school. So, um, I'll, I'll have, I don't know, maybe about two-thirds of the kids will be coming back from kindergarten but there will be quite a few new students as well and it's still just a fun way to start the year so I I plan on doing the same little green activity and um, with the vocal exploration and the singing game with the puppet Um, we might go quicker to the guessing game if they remember it from the year before I kind of wait to see if they're like oh I remember little green you know they get excited about that you know
0: you could use one of those bird whistles that you put water in good idea Do you have one of those? No, I should get one of those. You should. That's fun. I was just at the Renaissance Festival, and they sell those. Oh. So I have one, but Amelia just got one because she does Little Passports. Yeah. Who are not paying me at all for mentioning them. Okay, yes. And Little passport sends this thing every month, and you explore a different country. Cute. And um, the last one was uh, West Africa.
1: And, and they so use they the sent,
0: yeah. They just sent. It's a plastic one. Yeah. But it sounds great. Oh, that's a good idea. So you put a little bit of water in that. Okay. That could be very like exotic. I'll have to jump on Exciting. Amazon.
1: Thanks
0: for done. Yeah, they can't be that expensive.
1: Um, the one thing that I definitely add with first grade, though, um, because the lesson is longer. It's 45 minutes now. Is um, the bluebird and there's a million versions of bluebird, yeah, but the which one song? I do with first grade is... The good old blue bird, blue bird, through my window, blue bird, blue bird, through my window, blue bird, blue bird, through my window, won't you be my partner, dear? Yeah, yeah, I used ta, that one ta, ta, yeah, ta, because ta, that ta, will come back ta, ta. later is a really good steady beat song. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, I like that one in the first day because of the connecting hands and the way that I learned to play the game. And I think I learned this first from Joe Kirk, Kodai Level 1, is the students are holding hands in a circle. They make their windows they put their windows up. One student has, and I have a bluebird finger puppet as well, mm-hmm. so one student has the bluebird finger puppet, and they're going in and out of the windows. And then at the end, they choose a partner, and then that partner joins their hand and walks with them through the windows. And then the second student, after the second time we sing the song... Now, do
0: they connect when they walk through the windows? Yes. Okay.
1: And so it's like a chain reaction. So each new student, uh, upon each repetition of the song... We'll choose another student to join in and Mm -hmm. choose another student to join in. And of course the fun is then the window circle will get smaller and smaller and smaller while the chain is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And, I play this game the very first day of first grade because I think it establishes so much about spatial awareness and about teamwork and about it doesn't matter if you're picked first or last and no one has ever cried. It's just, so it takes forever in a day depending on the size of your classes. Now, last year I had very small first grade classes, so I was able to get away with this just fine that I could do the whole game. Every kid gets chosen until the very end is usually me and one student making the windows because I am in the windows the first time we play the game. By uh-huh. the end of the year, they're on their own. But right. um, anyways, and then they choose the last student and then I just step out while they snake around the room. Or I grab the first student gently, of course, and I lead them in a snake around the room and oftentimes lead them right into line because that's the last thing that we do. Yeah. But I really like that for that spatial awareness piece, learning gently how to open and close windows. It works really well. Yay! It can be a little scary and chaotic, but it's a good, like, to get that one out of the way first because that sets up a lot of games later in the year for success if they're used to all those kind of things. Yeah. No, that's so I awesome. I like that one.
0: Okay, cool. All right. Second grade. Second grade. Um, Well, second grade, I love to start with Ickle Um Oh, yeah. Because of the whole partner and then switching around to a new partner and so ikalakal blue bottle Um, and then the one i use that i got from joe kirk in fact my level one the very first thing we ever did was ikalakal blue bottle. i
1: think we did too yeah
0: and it's so you're with um, a partner and you and your partner are connected by putting your hands on each other's shoulders yes so i'm very specific about that so they're standing shoulder to shoulder with their hands gently resting on each other's um, shoulders Mm -hmm. because they don't typically uh, they get squeamish about holding hands with just one person yeah and that's fine but I say when you're not partners unless you've got your hands on each other's shoulders Mm -hmm. because otherwise if you're just milling around someone's just going to take your partner and that's fine and so Ickle Ackle they're just walking in a circle um, saying, ikalako blue bottles, fishes in the sea, if you want a partner, please choose me. And then you must, after the please choose me, on the word me, you must go find a new partner and get into the circle, yeah. which is the hard part because they'll find a new partner. And then they just and think and it's then, hilarious. Yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so you'll have a new person in the middle uh, who doesn't have a partner And I try to make sure that we don't have anyone who is um, really upset about being, let. you know, if you can kind of, like, guide that so that you don't have someone who is left without a partner who's going to be really deflated about it. Right. Right. Um, And then we start putting in rules like, okay, you can't be partners with anyone you've been been partners with before. Mm -hmm. And then, okay, you can't be partners. If you're a boy, you can't be partners with another boy. If you're a girl, you can't be partners with another girl. Anyway, it's just kind of a fun social thing um, where they're switching up a lot. And sometimes at the beginning of the year, I've also added on something like, okay, before we start the song, tell your partner the best thing you did this summer. Yeah. you know, Because starting second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, it's really important that they have this time where they have just a tiny amount of time to get to know each other again. Or maybe for the first time and connect and I mean I'm, we're asking them to hold hands and sing and do all these things where we're building this community they need some time to like talk yeah to each other
1: that's a good idea
0: yeah um so we ikalako blue bottle I also like to luby lube because it's just so silly yeah um and then later on uh in a, in a later grade we go loop de loop which is like the minor version
1: yeah which
0: i just think is so awesome oh yeah and then you know we say okay we we looby looed when we were in second grade. Yeah. And I'm sure you know Loby loo everybody, but it's, uh, here we go, Looby-Loo. Here we go, looby Lie, Here we go, Looby-Loo. All on a Saturday yeah. night. You put your right hand in. You take your right hand out. You give your hand a shake, she shake, and turn yourself about. Woo! Here we go, Looby-Loo. Right?
1: <laughs> I like the woo.
0: Yeah. That's, there's your little vocal exploration, too. Yeah. um, And then we talk about, what's this song about? Yeah. It's a bathing song. Yeah. You know, and why is it on a Saturday night? Because you know, back then when you were bathing and you were getting water not from the faucet, but maybe from a well or from somewhere else, um, you would wash on Saturday night because Sunday you got to be nice and squeaky and
1: squeaky clean for church. church.
0: And how uh, Saturday night bath was like the thing that most people did, yeah. Anyway, and I think that that's this, this great introduction about like wow, songs can be about all these different things yeah we have songs about so many we have work songs we have play songs it's not all about like romantic love right so those are a couple (laughs) that I like to do in second grade nice Um. yeah so there you go all right all right
1: um for me starting with second grade all the way up after that I always make sure too on the first day that we do some sort of review of what the steady beat feels like what the steady beat sounds like um, so the first thing I do Typically with second grade To talk about that And also names To help mm-hmm. them introduce themselves to each other Is the Hicklety Pickety Bumblebee Will you say, you say your name for me? me? Or will you? Sorry um, Aileen Miracle did this for us At one of our recent workshops Well gosh I guess it was a couple of years ago yeah, Wasn't so recent <laughs> But um, again using the lollipop drum Either I play the steady beat Or they get to play the steady beat It depends on, on the group And what they're ready for mm-hmm. But that's just a really good way to review what steady beat feels like and then they say their name and they have to say it in a musical beatful way so that's a big thing yeah um i typically play apple tree with second graders and i know there's different versions of the game for apple tree but i play where they pass the apple on the beat and when they get the apple on the last um word of the song which is out then they're out of the circle and on the very first day as sad as it may sound when they get out they just sit out and that's it and I oh. ask them to show the steady beat somewhere on their body, but I don't do anything fancy. The next time they come to music, I bust out. I have a set of those apple shakers. Mm-hmm. So each student gets an apple shaker, and then they do the beat with their apple shaker. I don't tapping an it apple. Somewhere oh, oh on you body. mean like... They're like egg shakers, but they look like apples. Right. I have like a whole assorted fruit. They, you can I buy just. I have well, I don't know. They were the there apples? in the room when I showed up, and I think they're fantastic, just for this one thing. Wow. I don't know where the teacher. them. I mean, like I've me got a banana them.
0: and a pear and an apple and an orange. Sure. But not no, I have a set apples. of just
1: apples. I'm not sure where they came from, Fancy. but they're great. Anyways, so so again, steady beat work, um, and you know, introducing this idea that we do play games where you get out sometimes, Mm -hmm. and that's okay, and I won't cry and I won't shout, just like the song says. So, there you go. Um, Another really great big hit in second grade is Wolf Are You There, Mm -hmm. which um, is, We are playing in the forest while the wolf is far away who knows what will happen to us if he finds us at our play now there's different schools of thought on this yeah i'm I'm gonna tell you but um i i play the traditional version where the students just say wolf are you there and the wolf in the middle can either say yes i'm gonna get you and then there's a chase Mm -hmm. or they can say something silly like no i'm brushing my teeth or no i'm playing the guitar, um, and I just have them speak it. I know you, Tanya, play it differently. Well,
0: okay, so a very <laughs> long time ago, Dr. Jerry Jacquard came out and did a, a Rocky workshop. He's done more than one, of course, but uh, he introduced us to one where you say, Love, are you coming? Which is awesome because it doesn't seem to matter. Like My, uh, my kids um, might be fumbling over the words like, Who knows what will happen to us if he finds us at our play? Is a lot of Uh words for them to get around, and I always like talk about that a little up front about how you know this is a a very sophisticated way of saying getting this idea across. Um, So they might fumble that, but once we are wolf, are you coming? They are all there. They are all singing in tune, and that's awesome. Yeah. So I love that version, and then the soloist sings
1: it back sings their answer yeah and yeah. so
0: you've got your text improvisation no i'm not coming i'm doing yoga or whatever yeah,
1: right and then so what do they sing if they are coming though Because yes, i, I I'm... am coming oh and then they go then they run
0: well i play it differently oh sorry no no i mean <laughs> there's lots of different ways i used to do the chase version yeah and anyone who's taken level one from me has done this before so yeah um oh gosh where did i get this one from I really can't remember, and that's horrible, and I'm sorry. Um, so the the one that I like to do is when he says yes, I, or she, yes, I am coming. All the kids they get down and they put their um, heads down so they can't see. Like you know, they get into a little ball yeah. towards the carpet, and the wolf tiptoes over and taps one kid to come and like hide like behind my teacher desk or behind the piano or something where they can't be seen. Uh huh. And then I call everybody stand up, and all the kids stand up and they have to guess who's gone.
1: Oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: And so then the wolf calls on a couple people to see That's if they can guess. Who's much going.
1: less chaotic.
0: You know, I just, the whole <laughs> chasing thing, um, for some games, it works fine. I'm yeah. not, I definitely do chasing games. Sure. But for that one, there was just, like, a lot of... It was too much. It was too much. Yeah. And then the singing really started to die. Right. So that is why I no, do this I, whole... No, I
1: think I'm going to go with the solo with the singing version, but I think I'm going to still stick with my Chase version. Hey, you, Chase. But, hey, you know, so far, nothing broken. No bloody noses. Yeah. So. Um, and that's a good time to set up expectations about, you know, what writing in the music room looks like versus right. running outside and blah, blah, blah. Well,
0: and, you know, I... Was looking at my list here, and I do usually the first or second day, Charlie over the ocean, yeah, um, with first grade, and review it with second grade because yeah. it's such a great solo singing song. Sure. Um. So that's a chase game. Yeah, for sure. But so, it's only one kid chasing another kid. I, I think I'm much more
1: than, than kosher the, with all
0: that. Yeah,
1: because then it's the add-on chasing. Once one wolf chooses someone and they've tagged them, now there's two wolves in the middle, and then they right. each tag somebody, but so far, I have things set up in a way that it hasn't been a big deal. That's good. And then I'll just throw in for second grade, then, my my typical to connect hands thing that I do with them is, is the dance Seven Jumps, uh-huh. um, where they do, I do, I think there's different versions of this, but the one that I know is where they first put one knee down, mm-hmm. and then they put two knees down, and then an elbow, and then an elbow, and then their hand, their hand, and then their head. So by the end of the song, they're sticking their tissues up in the air. It's hard yeah. to explain. Well, I will link to a, it's, <laughs> a good version of that. It's,
0: uh, it starts with a leg in the air, right?
1: Leg in the air. I
0: have... <laughs> anyway, yeah, for and then some you get that long I, violin. Know, yeah. So they put one leg, and then the, the next the time air? it's... Well, I mean, they're just standing on one leg. Oh, see, I do
1: it where they go down on one knee. Well,
0: we do that eventually, too. Huh, I must so have So it's different one version. leg, and then the second one is one leg and then the other leg, and yeah. then the next one is um, one leg, the other leg, and then what I call an airplane leg, so you're on one leg and the other one's behind you, Oh, and then the other leg, and then down on one knee, and then down on the other knee, and then down on one um, elbow, and then down on both elbows, and your little rear's sticking up in the air.
1: Huh. Mine's slightly different. Huh. But that's okay. I'll, I'll try to link it to where I have mine. moving one? No, I think I have it from somewhere else, uh-huh. but I can't remember off the top of my head from okay. where, so I'll look it up. But anyways, um, they connect hands as they're walking in the circle oh, to the A section, okay. so that way they're, they're doing that. So, anyways, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Third grade.
0: Third grade. Um, Let's see. Where am I third grade? Oh, I like to start with circle around the zero, mm-hmm. you know, just because we are uh, able to do this partnering up thing and this extra hand clapping thing where we're circle around zero, find your loving zero, back, back, zero. And then I just, I'm the first one. Um, and I'm walking around the outside of the zero, the, zero, the circle. Uh-huh. And then I go back to back with a kid, side, side, zero. And then I just stand next to them, front, front, zero. And then I stand in front of them and I put my hands out and they automatically put their hands out. And then we pat them together, find your love in zero, which is a very simplified version, I yeah. know, of other ones I've seen. Sure. And then the kid that I just did that to is now going around the circle. And do they
1: have an issue with the word loving? No. Because I've done that before where they giggle. Really? And I think at one point it got so obnoxious I just changed it to uh, tap your buddy zero because I was just over it.
0: Huh. interesting. Depends on the group. Huh, that, wow. Well. <laughs> I probably will this year now, right? I've never I've had an issue. I've it for you. yeah, huh? Um, but you know, there's lots of. Um, I I want those third graders singing. I give them the opportunity um, to, kind of mingle. I do. Okay, this is not a folk song at all, and I don't even know what it's called. And it's really <laughs> for stupid. Shame, Tanya. I know. I, I shouldn't say it's really it's stupid. It's um, No, it's just kind of silly. It's Hi there, neighbor, what do you say? It's going to be a wonderful day. So clap three times and boogie on down. High five your neighbor and turn around. So you high five somebody. You're wandering oh. around and you high five somebody. And then I say, okay, now tell your neighbor what your favorite ice cream is. Nice. And I get like 10 seconds to talk. Yeah. And then we go again. Hi there, neighbor, what do you... And they wander. I mean, it's one of those wander around, find a new person, share something... Now we break into song again. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's it's one of those that oh, that's cute. has no pedagogical purpose. No, it's just I joyful, always feel friendly slightly dorky because it's so contrived, you know.
1: That's okay. Hi
0: there neighbor. What do you say? What do you say? It's going to be a wonderful day. I hate songs that tell you how to feel, but whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, I think it's cute. <laughs> so I use that one. Nice.
0: I can't remember where I got it. I like it. Yeah. Um, so let's move on to fourth grade. Cause... I didn't get
1: to talk about third grade. Oh my grade. god, you didn't get to talk about <laughs> third
0: grade. Oh. <laughs> I'm well sorry. I'll
1: just mention I know this one pops up a lot this time of year, but third grade is when I typically teach jump in, jump out. Oh, turn yourself up. Really? I said jump in, jump out. You don't say that and... for older? You know, I do it in third and then I bring it back for fourth again. Okay. Because it's such a good gem. It is. Um, so that's a little name game. My name is Carrie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um yeah. Wait, what's next? And I like... And I like... Oh my gosh, I was thinking of a different one. Okay, Sorry. start it again. Um, we'll okay, my name minute. is Carrie. Yeah. And I like coffee. Yeah. And I'm going to keep liking it. Yeah. For the rest of my life.
0: For the rest of your life.
1: Nice. And then jump in, jump out, and you have different students. So again, it's that name game. It's me making sure I know all their names. Uh-huh. They know something about each other. Yeah. Just a fun start of the school year thing. Um, and I often do, the first day with third grade, a uh, great big house in New Orleans, 40 stories high. Every room that I've been in is filled with pumpkin pie. Um, with the whole circle dance, that's mm-hmm. probably too convoluted and to even try to you, explain, but we'll uh, make sure no. we we'll link to that.
0: Yeah. Um, but that leads you into your mi dough and your pentatonic. Exactly. We're going to review, review, review.
1: Yes, that's such a great song to review and just a great song to get them connecting and touching and getting yes. over all of those you wiggly things are you
0: are, do you teach the whole thing in one fell swoop
1: um yes but there it depends on the group okay. there are some groups that i that i will get to a point where I feel like okay we're done with this for today and uh-huh. I'll teach in the next part next time you know always leaving them wanting more because if i find that I'm spending more than 10 minutes on that one circle dance mm-hmm. I don't really want to do it anymore because it is rather complex i yes. admit
0: and you know i but, I do it in second grade when we ray Oh, yeah. And I've noticed that when I wait later in the year to to do it, or, you know, when I not on purpose wait, because that's, you know, when Ray is happening, that it goes so much much more smoothly.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why I do it in third rather Uh than second as a review song for third grade because of that. Because it's so, the movements are a little complex. Yes,
0: that weave the basket. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, now we can talk about fourth grade. I'm so sorry Thanks to step, for letting me step share. on your
0: third grade. <laughs> so now okay. you tell me about your fourth grade. Oh, you, you want go me first. to start with it's your fourth term.
1: grade. So fourth grade, um, I, I, again, do jump in, jump out as a review and just a fun thing to do. And then I always, uh, I say always, but oftentimes use the song aquaqua for this, or aquaqua whatever yeah, you know, emphasis you want to put on funny, it. That's funny, because
0: I have Aquacqua too for fourth grade.
1: Yeah, um, great, again, to, to emphasize that steady beat. So the song is, let's see if I can remember it all. A quack-quack de la Omar, quack-quack-quack. Del, see my Trico Trico. draw Follow, 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 follow. One, two, three, four, five. And it's one of those hand clap passing games where if you get the clap on the last one, you're out. And I, I'm very much a stickler for the first few times we play the game. They're not allowed to pull their hand out. If they ask me, I say, nope, you're just out, um, oh. because I just want them to have that experience. And then we up the ante later on. You know, a couple lessons down the road Um, but it's just a really fun fun game and again the first time we play it I just have them get out and I have them watch but as the year goes on it's kind of fun to watch what they start to do because when they get out and there's enough of them that are out they'll start another circle and they'll start playing it again yeah Or there are times where I start intentionally with three or maybe even four circles all playing at the same time. And then it's, you know, the winner from each circle plays each other and then we have a winner and it goes much faster. And you can
0: also start the beat in two different places.
1: Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. you can do some other fancy things with that. Totally. So I often do that. And then another really fun thing that I like to do in fourth grade is the, the folk song Fieskern. But yeah. there's a really fun stick passing game to uh-huh. do with that. Yeah. So, again, a really fun game for Steady Beat, but then the tempo increases as you do the stick game. And I do have this all typed out somewhere. And you get I, a good
0: thigh workout with you that. You do. Because by the third day of me doing that version of Flaskuren, yeah, my thighs are good. That oh, yeah. great. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So that's a really fun one for the beginning of fourth grade, and that's one where I definitely don't teach. I have it scaffolded how I teach it. And I know I have this all typed up, so I'll definitely. We should try
0: to find a video of that put
1: one. that one. Oh, Oh, yeah. Or if maybe we'll one. do a video of ourselves doing it sometime. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. But
0: who would we pass to?
1: I don't know. We might have to get, like, our children. I don't know if my kids are coordinated. For yeah. <laughs> I don't
0: know if my kids would do it.
1: So those are some of my go-tos for fourth grade. Awesome. How about you, Tanya?
0: Um, well, let's see. I also love to do a Qua, qua. Um, And then in fourth grade, I, well, in all the grades, we want to start up that solo singing and I don't get to it on the very first day with everybody, Uh but I try with the older kids to do something that's either categories or concentration. Yeah. Um, and so categories you may have heard, uh, which is just a, so me, so me, so me categories. One, two, tell me the name of ice cream, chocolate, coconut. So kids are standing in a circle and there's some kind of category, but on the first day of school or the first day of class, the category is your name yes. or first names, yes. right? So no one's stumped, hopefully, that they can say their name.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And we go around the circle. And I kind of make it into a competition in between, in between classes where I'm listening for who is singing in tune and on the snaps because there's a um, body percussion thing that goes with it where they're just playing on the beat, where they're going legs, claps, snaps, snap. snap as they're singing, category one, two, tell me the name of whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So if they sing in tune and on the snaps, they get a point for their class. And if they don't <clears throat> sing it or if they're not on the snaps, then um,
1: they don't. No yeah. big deal, right? And how much of a stickler are you for the in tune part of it? I Especially am a Especially in the beginning. I am a stickler the for that. Okay, good. Yeah.
0: So, um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it can be dismal the very first time because yeah. once you get, it's, you know, it's a very chain reaction. Once you get one kid who talks it, then the next seven will talk it. Yeah. But then if someone after that goes back into singing, then I make a big deal about, like, you know, holding up my finger that they got a point. Yeah. And, like, being crazy about it. And huh. Giving them a little wink or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, peer pressure. Everyone else is talking it. I'm Uh going to talk it, too. That kind of thing. Huh. Uh, So, but I do, um, for older kids, I do concentration instead, which I got from my level three teacher, uh, Liz Arcaro. And it goes, concentration, concentration, doodly bop, doodly bop, concentration, concentration, thinking about first names, thinking about first names. So there's a little echo in there. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then, so it's a little more of an interesting melodic line yeah. than um, the so-me, so-me, yeah. so-me, right? Uh, so I try to do concentration with the fourth graders. Um, we also do Fire in the Mountain, because uh, I'm setting this up for review of Ticka Ticka, but also prepping for that Ticka, mm-hmm. because I try in third grade to get to it. It doesn't always happen. Yeah. So even if it did happen a little bit, it's a great review because it's fire wait i'm losing my mind you in the red coat follow with the drum fire in the mountain run <laughs> boys run you in the red coat follow with the drum the drum shall beat and you shall run fire in the mountain run 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 or it's, it's actually run boys run, run but i changed it to run 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 because you know yeah why should the boys get all the, yeah. the fun um, what's the
1: game for that again
0: okay well this one that i believe i got from melissa roth but i could be wrong is where it's like musical chairs, but it's musical people. Okay. So I have uh, the kids count off around the circle. You're either fire or mountain, Oh. which is very exciting. Uh-huh. I know. So we go around fire, mountain, fire, mountain, fire. And all of the mountains, I say, sit down right where you are. Don't make the circle smaller. Just sit down right where you are. Uh-huh. Right? And then the fires have to step backwards and get behind a mountain. Oh. And then the fires are walking clockwise or counterclockwise it doesn't really matter during the song yeah um and so i i tell them that we're always going to sing it through one time but during the second time it could stop anywhere yeah and um i usually play a drum with it okay and so when the drum stops the singing stops and everyone has to get behind one of the mountains ah and so, you know, there's, there's one odd person who is out, who's in the middle. It's yeah. just like a galakal, except cool. for instead of linking up with a partner by standing next to them with shoulders, yeah. you are standing behind a mountain. Okay. Right. Cool. And then we do that a few times, and then they trade, of course.
1: Nice. Yeah.
0: And this is setting us up for those rhythms that we talked about. Yeah. But also, I like to do a conducting thing with it. Oh, cool. And so the next time we play it, I'll have the conductor stop and then I, I also have a few kids who are playing um, like tubanos mm-hmm. and so the tubano players are watching the conductor and then when the conductor stops the tubano stop everybody stops they have to get behind a mountain yeah yeah so
1: neat yeah i like it yeah it's a big big hit yeah all right <laughs> we're in 5th grade right and now we're in 5th grade okay woohoo um so one of my go-to's for fifth grade. Well, I do the categories game that you mentioned. Um, another one that I learned, I believe, from Cecile Johnson from Texas, mm-hmm. is a hello, hello, H E double hello, hello, H E double <laughs> hello, H E double hello, and I will say it's not been an issue. Surprisingly, really? I know. Wow. I always feel like it's going to be, but it's not You've got
0: love and zero problems but not uh, any H E double L. Isn't that
1: weird? I think it's because I I have a smart notebook file where like I wrote out the the words and it says H E and then it says double L Oh, and so, I don't know, it hasn't been a problem. So, use with caution. I kind of want to
0: experiment and see what happens. I,
1: I know. <laughs> I haven't had a problem. They might be snickering behind my back, but I haven't noticed it. But while we're singing that, we're doing, I I think it's just a simple pat, pat, clap, pat, pat, clap, ostinato. So, uh-huh. it's got that little groove to it. And then, it's a solo thing. So, one kid sings, uh, my name is Carrie. And the rest of the class sings, hello, hello. I come from Texas. hello. Hello. And I like chocolate, hello, hello. So there's a three little solo thing. Wow, I don't know this one. Oh, maybe you weren't at that workshop. I and then know. if I remember correctly, um, Cecile had us do it where it was like we were standing in a circle and we were doing pet, pet, and then clap out on your neighbor. So uh-huh. you can do it in a circle. And then we were doing this fancy thing where we were like stepping to the beat while we were doing this clapping thing. That's a little complicated for first day, obviously. Right. So I generally just have them sit while they do it the first time. And then later on. But you can answer up on... for now. Oh, totally. Yeah. But that's just a fun way, again, to get them singing, singing solos. And I like it because it's that minor key, so it has kind of, and I sing it in a lower oh, so key. So you're going to share this so, so I can put it on the show notes. Yeah, I'll have to make sure that I'm singing it correctly and go back to my original source from Cecile's notes that I must have somewhere. Yeah. But it's a really great little song. So I do that one a lot in fifth grade. And then um, as far as a fun singing game, I often do, I think we've talked about it before, Tarzan the Monkey Man is kind of mm-hmm. one of my go-tos. This was something that I learned... From Tanya, who learned from Melissa Roth, mm-hmm. correct? Most definitely. And it's another one of those hand-clapping games like a quack. and the song goes, Tars and the monkey Mon- man swinging from a rubber band. Splish, splash, take a that the color is what? But the, then the trick is, whoever gets the clap on what gets to choose a color, and then you spell out that color by clapping hands again, and then that student gets out. Yep. Correct? Yep. So I like doing a Kwakwa in fourth grade and then doing Tarzan in fifth grade because there's more strategy to it because right. they can like choose who they're going to get out. And again, I have them play it the first couple times where they aren't allowed to pull out their hand, mm-hmm. but then I let them up the ante later on where they can... Pull out their hand. Yeah. So I do that one with fifth grade, and then I usually bring it back in sixth because it's one of their favorites. So
0: Yay. That's yeah. kind of a
1: favorite for fifth and yeah, sixth. Yeah, that's always
0: been a favorite of my fifth and sixth graders as well.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just a simple game. It's a simple song. It's silly, so they like it. And you can easily,
0: with any of these hand clapping or kids getting out game, you can really easily throw them on a Bordeaux or a Tubano. Oh, yeah. Or like, you know, I am a big fan of an open fifth yes like playing it along. yeah you
1: definitely want to give them a job once they get out mm-hmm. I mean sometimes the first day I just kind of let them watch because I do like to watch and see how it all un- unravels you know yeah. but then once they get it after you know by the second or third lesson it's time to give them a job they yeah, need to totally. do something while we're yeah. playing the game all right all fifth, right wait you already said fifth grade didn't you no you no. didn't say fifth grade no go for not. it sorry <gasps>
0: okay nice um Well, one of the things I like to do in fifth grade, actually, I've kind of taken a break from it because I just, I don't know, I put it on a shelf and now I'm ready to dust it off again, is this welcome chant that I got in my level three, um, again, and I didn't know, I don't know where it came from, and it's just a chant, and it's um, in seven languages, and it goes, uh, sorry, dake pasa, aloha, guten tag, hello, good day, konnichiwa, paka. Fun. yeah so I, I have it on a smartboard file and they we read through it and we learn it and uh you know then they wander around they walk to the beat while they're saying sorry da pasa aloha guten tag hello good day kenichiwa paka paka is russian by the way nice um and then whoever they stop next to i say you know share with this person um your favorite activity for after school Mm -hmm. or whatever. So it's another one of those like meet and greet. And then um, you can take out little rhythms from that and make them into ostinatos. It's a little bit tricky because there's that anacrusis in there. Yeah. But I like to do kanichi wapaka, kanichi wapaka, kanichi wapaka, right? Um, So yeah, it's kind of an advanced chant Fifth grade, you could really build it up into a whole fun ensemble, and it's it makes for a really good like beginning of a program. Number.
1: Yeah. Oh, I need to learn this one from you. Yeah,
0: have. and um, it's funny because I was poking around trying to figure out. I mean, I have it in my song collection, but um, I I have on there that my uh, level three teacher got it from someone at a trike conference. Um, I don't know, a long time ago. Yeah. And so, and then I poked around online and came up with um, Emily's uh, music notes. You know, the the blue the blue blog. Um, and she puts a lot of really great songs on okay. there. Anyway, and um, she was writing about that chant. And she learned it from Amy Beagle. Oh. Who is one of our authors. Yeah. Of World Music Pedagogy. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And a big... Uh, Orf person, right? So, Doctor Amy Beagle, there you go. Um, she has been doing it and sharing this in some sessions because then I ran into another post from somebody else that mentioned Amy Beagle. So I just thought that was kind of fascinating. Yeah. So I don't know where this came from, but uh, you know, it's just a fun like little that. chant.
1: And I like starting with a chant with older students because yeah, that's kind of going to bring gets them their in. feet wet. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea.
0: Yeah. Um, and then I do like to sing and do. I have a passing game that um uh, is from one of the susan brumfield books and it is just such a fun one because they're we're just passing one object yeah and it's called dry bones come Mm skipping and it's uh dry bones come skipping in the valley some of them bones are mine dry bones come skipping up the valley some of them bones are mine some of them bones are ezekiel's bones some of them bones are mine Some of them bones are Ezekiel's bones, some of them bones are mine. So during that, some of them bones are uh, Ezekiel's bones, they stop the passing and they do this little body percussion where they're going pat, clap, pat, pat, clap. Yeah, just like the We Will Rock You. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Which they all fall into really well, right? And so nothing's being passed at that point, Mm -hmm. right? And then passing resumes when we start the song over. Cool. Right. And then Susan uh, Brumfield, when she has done this in workshops, has this really lovely way of going into some solo singing. Yeah. Right? So whoever the bone lands in front of, then we can sing their name. Like, some of them bones are Jude's bones. And Jude would sing, some of them bones are mine. Yeah. Some of them bones are Jude's bones. Some of them bones are mine. Which is just a really fun way. I love those solo singing songs where it's just so seamless. You yeah. Know? Anyway. So those dry bones come skipping, and it's from her first We Sing um, 2. Book 2. Cool. Cool. So that's That's a fun one. one.
1: Nice. Yeah. Time for our work smarter, not harder teacher tip. Yay. Okay. Tanya's got one for us I today. do. I have
0: one. Even though I was just saying off uh, mic that sometimes this time of year I feel like I'm working harder and not smarter. We all are. It's, our, it's okay. No. The, and this, um, it might be a stretch to call this a work smarter, not harder, but it does pay off. So we were talking about you want to teach those procedures. You want to like go over expectations, responsibilities at the beginning of the year. Because it'll pay off later on. So I'm thinking about the payoff throughout the school year. And one thing that I really make a big, big intentional effort every year is to make sure I know kids' names. Yay! Because, and we haven't touched on this yet, but uh, in this particular podcast, but it's all about relationship building, right? And it's been said many times that... Kids don't care what you know until they know that you care.
1: Right. Right.
0: So you want to build those relationships if you don't already have them. So especially with first grade and kindergarten, for me this year, I'm going to make an effort to say their names. Mm -hmm. I have their pictures, and that's great. I have them like on a seating chart in my iDOKIO, but... I almost, like, sound kind of dorky because I will, like, say a kid's name as many times as I can when they're in my room. Like, oh, that's very interesting, Dylan. Oh, that was a good choice, Dylan. Yeah. Okay, Dylan, it's your turn to light out. whatever. Um, but it does pay off because my brain, it just needs that over and over and over again. Yeah. Right. And so I want to make sure that I am saying kids' names. So that's my big tip. Um, and just make sure you know those those kid names yeah and not just the ones who are naughty because you you have to say you gotta learn them all
1: I'll piggyback on that, too, because that's always something that I'm working on, especially with kindergarten, because they're the new ones. And in the past, you know, the kindergarten teachers would be really good about having them wear name tags, you know, maybe the first week. Yeah. Well, last year, I was like, can they wear name tags longer? And I even bought the name tags for them oh. out of my music budget, maybe, which went a little far, but I was able to find them really cheap. But, like... Uh, that was my way of saying, here, it was like my peace offering, like, if you can I'll have buy them, them, I will you... buy them for you, and we, like, color-coded the name tags to which group they go in, oh, wow. which ended up being actually a really great thing for, and then they ended up bringing them to, like, lunch with their student ID number on them, so Ooh, the lunch, one. you know, workers knew what their, anyways, so, yeah, even if you have to buy name tags... Those names are important. You should have told me. I have some extra ones. Oh, well, now we have have a lot. Rocky president.
0: I have so many.
1: Uh, We have a lot of extras now because they came in bulk. Okay.
0: And now we are on the coda where we each share a professional or a personal recommendation something we've been enjoying and uh carrie you're up first tell us what is your coda is it professional is it personal
1: it's professional and it's it's a bit dry but (laughs) it this book was my lifesaver when i started at my new school so i'm throwing it out there and i've probably mentioned it before but for anybody who's starting at a new school or is starting to integrate the Kodai philosophy into your classroom and your students are not familiar with it, a really great resource is a book called Directions to Literacy, Teaching the Older Beginner, by Ann Eisen and Lamar Robertson and if you're familiar with their work through the American Methodology book which is a, also a great go-to if you're interested you must in, own that book. yes if you're doing anything Kodai related you must own that um, this book kind of piggybacks on it because it, it takes the, the learning sequence but it modifies it for older students so um, when I started at my newish school this like I said this is year three now but this book was my go-to I had it on my desk open all the time because even though You know, I had been teaching the Kodai philosophy for many years It's totally different to start it up in a new school in a new situation So if you're in that boat definitely recommend it and there's a worksheet packet that goes with it So you also get some great reproducible worksheets. And those worksheets
0: are really really excellent They have worksheets um, for all the grade levels. They do.
1: Yeah, which are still great. Oh, yeah, they're one of my go-to's I mean, they definitely you know, cost a pretty penny, um, but it's a great resource to have. All of their things are great resources to have. So pace yourself. Don't yes. go buy all of them.
0: No, no, no. But if
1: especially if you are in this situation, like I said, of starting a new school or starting to introduce the Kodai philosophy to students who haven't had it before, I definitely recommend right. that one.
0: Um, And I'm just going to give a little, I don't know, disclaimer, warning, not warning, disclaimer. Um. <laughs> <laughs> having having just come off of, of teaching at Colorado Kodai Institute this summer and um and it's so wonderful when you start your Kodai training. Um, as someone who's been teaching level one pedagogy for a few years now, I do notice that that uh, people who take level one they get really psyched and really excited and that's awesome. Yeah. And they wanna go out and Kodai the world. Yeah. Which I totally understand. Yeah. Don't.
1: Yeah, pace yourself.
0: Pace yourself. Start with kindergarten and first grade. I mean, of course, include some songs and games and, and music literacy things that, um, you know, that you can take for a test drive in the older grades. But please don't beat yourself up and,
1: and oh yeah, absolutely you know, not.
0: really bend your whole life out of whack by trying to make every single grade yeah. follow a Kodai sequence right. or a Kodai philosophy and um, that is just a road to burnout, in my humble opinion. Yeah, uh, and I can say this because I have been there.
1: Oh yeah, I mean I think everyone does when you whether well, it's probably the same with orf training, dog mm-hmm. training. You wanna you wanna do it with every grade, I'm do every day, all the things, all the time. But boy, it is hard to to introduce that yes. much. But and if you wanna do little things slowly. Again, yes. this is a great resource too. Oh yeah, it's
0: a fantastic. E- I still use it. The because... sequence,
1: the curriculum, yeah. you know, that you can, you know, take verbatim, or you can just pull out little chunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. It's awesome. All right, Tanya, okay. is yours less dry than mine? <laughs> no, no.
0: I mean, that was not dry. That oh, is a no. fantastic book. It is. It is. And oh. I still refer to it when I'm like, "Ooh, we have a hole here that yeah, yeah needs to be plugged." I yeah. Need to back up the train and see what I can do about this particular. Totally. misunderstanding with older kids so yeah I, I think that's a fantastic recommendation um, yeah I'm gonna go a little bit more personal okay because um, I've been enjoying being home after I mean I, we've been home a, a few weeks out of um, our Kodai levels in Fort Collins but I just feel like I never get enough time at home and one of my favorite things to do is listen to the radio in the morning um, there's a radio station KEXP in Seattle that just like has my number. They have looked up like my whole history of music listening <laughs> and they're just, you know, they're giving me all the feels. Aww. So especially John in the Morning, there's a show, uh, KEXB with John in the Morning. And not only does, does this guy play like all the songs I want to hear, but he'll play a song and I'll be thinking about something really specific about that song. Like today it was a talking head song. And it's my favorite Talking Heads song called "This Must Be the Place." And I was thinking of one of the lyrics and how much um, I liked one of the lyrics in there. And then he came on after the song and mentioned that lyric. Aww. And that stuff happens to me all the time while listening to KEXP. Cool. So anyway, that's my little plug. If you're interested in like, in I don't know, do we call it indie anymore? Indie or sure. slightly alternative or um, <laughs> Generation X indie rock. stuff yeah we've reached the double bar line thank you for listening to music teacher coffee talk show notes can be found at teaching music tanya's kodai aspiring blog and please feel free to connect with us on facebook instagram just look for music teacher coffee talk
1: If you enjoyed the show, please consider subscribing, rating, and leaving us a review on iTunes to help others find this podcast. And in fact, in the month of August, we are doing a little giveaway. Leave us a review on iTunes by August 27th, 2018, and you will be entered to win a $15 Starbucks gift card plus a product from Tanya's Teachers Pay Teacher store.
0: So when you leave a review, please take a screenshot and send us a message through Facebook so we know who you are. And we will draw two winners live on Facebook on August 27th, which just happens to be Carrie's birthday.
1: Yay. Yay. In our next episode, we'll be talking about the beginning of the year, uh, classroom management, and procedures, as promised earlier in this episode.
0: And until next time, this is Tanya.
1: And this is Carrie, wishing you happy musicking.